Seven minutes after 10 o'clock on Radio 14 KMHL in Marshall and time for our campus update program from Southwest Minnesota State University here in Marshall. You can find them online at smsu.edu and you can find the athletics at smsumustangs.com. That's going to be our focus today as Bill Malso is back with us once again this morning. Good morning, Bill. Good morning, Heath. Hey, glad to have you with us. Did you have a good Labor Day weekend? Uh, it was a great weekend. Beautiful weather and not a whole lot of activities going on, so it was uh, just a great weekend to be in town. Yeah, that's for sure. And, of course, uh, looking forward to much fun here as we head into September at uh, SMSU. Lots going on on campus. We're going to get to some of that today. And we've got our special guest in studio, a regular on the show. A very special guest. Uh, it's a busy week on campus, and so we're excited to welcome in our Assistant Athletic Director for Communications and Marketing, Mr. Kelly Loft. Kelly, how are you? Good morning, guys. Good to see you again, Heath. You as well, Kelly. Yes, Bill, our gym looks a little bit different yeah, than last year. Just a little, a little bit. <laughs> I show up and Jim's not here. Well, But the, here's um, the thing is that uh, you were cordially on time today, which I was impressed with. Yes, uh, you know, different... Uh, different person across the table now uh, jim was a little lax on that bill was let's go now we got to be on time there so you go. good to be back again and um, um i just talked to jim the other day he's doing quite well so yeah i'm sure he's listening as we speak critiquing sure. everything we're talking about <laughs> yes he is <laughs> well very good well it's an exciting yeah. time on campus of course uh, with the athletics part of it uh, being a big part of what everybody gets excited about. Uh, it's been a busy summer at Southwest, hasn't it? Yeah, you are right. We've got a lot of changes uh, just over the last six months from new coaches starting up in the fall um, season. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were hired last uh, January. Of course, Scott uh, Underwood in Mustang football, Tyler Body last December in volleyball, and and uh, also Clay Glasgow in soccer. So they went through the change, uh, obviously all through the spring and then late spring. We hired a new director of athletics, and that was Jen Flowers, and uh, she started July 1st. And uh, if you want to know somebody that's uh, taking it all in, and um, as she keeps saying, drinking from a fire hose, it's uh, <laughs> she's had more meetings and more people to meet, and uh, she's doing a great job. And uh, we're just so excited to have her uh, running our department and has been just a, a great asset to our university. And you'll see them around in the community. They've already started to do a lot of things, and uh uh, her family is going to be entrenched uh, in the Marshall community. So we're excited to have uh, her start. So, again, we've had a lot of changes, as you mentioned. And, um, you know, the fall season is underway. We've had a first uh, couple of uh, weeks of regular season play. And finally, at home this weekend. And we'll talk more about uh, all the festivities coming up this weekend with Egg Bowl, Egg Bowl weekend. Uh, but finally, it's great to be home uh, starting up this Friday. Yeah, no doubt about that. I know everybody's pretty excited to get out and see a contest live and in person here in town. So that'll come up. But uh, let's maybe talk individually about each sport here a little bit. Uh, let's start with football. And uh, Scott Underwood, who is no stranger to Northern Sun football, is uh, the new man on campus. And uh, he's done some really good things here in the early goings. Yeah, he? you're, you're right, uh, Heath. Uh, Scott, we're very fortunate to, ha- to have a head coach uh, come here that with the experience that he has. Um, 12 years as head coach at St. Cloud State. They went to three playoff, uh, made three playoff appearances, uh, won a school record 12 games uh, during his tenure there in one season. So, um, you know, they dropped the program following the 2019 season, and uh, he had some opportunities over the years uh, for some jobs uh, that did you know, either didn't fit for him or not. So he kept waiting. He wanted to coach in the NSIC and it opened up this year for Southwest. So yeah, excited to have Scott, uh, brings a lot to the table and, uh, you know, we, we've got, uh, 
you know, not the depth maybe that he would like uh, for his team this year. Um, but that first game last Thursday, um, you know, we didn't really know what to expect because Minnesota Duluth had a lot of veterans. Um, I think what did Ryan say in the pregame? I think 10 of their 11 defensive starters were fifth or sixth year and some seventh year players because of COVID and got the extra year back. Um, and we had, I think, two that were fifth year seniors on our, our team. So, uh, but we played very well, competitive, um, you know, tied 21 all going into the fourth quarter. Um, and if we get a stop on third and 14, who knows what happens, but Duluth made a play and, and uh, they got the win. But a very good effort by the Mustangs to have a running back, Jesse Sherwood, rush for 150 plus yards against a UMD defense. That is pretty impressive. And uh, he did very well. And we had a redshirt freshman quarterback in Justice McComb, um, you know, who's, who's, Got some moxie. That's a great football term, Heath. That uh, sounds like a Swami word to that me. That does. That means you. That <laughs> means you're confident and moxie. It's just, uh, well, who knows what it means, but it sounds cool. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, he, he played very well, you know, for his first collegiate game. Um, so expecting uh, some very positive things, obviously, this year for the Mustangs, and that was a good start. Uh, despite losing to a very good UMD team that made the playoffs last year, um, Again, losing 31-21 on Thursday night. Yeah, you bet. Uh, it's uh, going to be fun to watch Justice. I know talking to Ryan a little bit, yeah. he was quite impressed with him. And uh, there was quite a stat on the freshman quarterbacks yeah. uh, for Southwest that uh, was pretty impressive. Yeah, first time we've had a freshman start uh, since way back in 2004 when Adrian Hedden started. He was a redshirt freshman that transferred from South Dakota State and uh, came to SMSU during Eric Idzis's first year. And, yeah, I went through a lot of the, the stats and um, you know, kept thinking, well, Josh Shudluck did play a lot as a freshman, but he never started because Tony Rizloff started. And um, Charlie Kern, we had Pashawn, we had Ryan Raddick, and all these guys, you know, nobody started as a freshman. So um, he did very well, and um, hopefully we'll see some uh, progression from him each week, and uh, I'm expecting he will. Yeah, be a good guy to have around for a number of years, a little stability yep. for the program. Uh, you talk about that part of it uh, with Coach Underwood, you know, uh, building a program and uh, culture the way you want it. That's a big test and a big task uh, for him, certainly. Yeah, and it is a, a not an easy sport to do that when you have, uh, you know, 100 student athletes or more than that. Uh, there's a lot of uh, personalities and a lot of, uh, you know, you know, student athletes you have to bring together to form a team, and uh, they've done a very good job of that of being uh, holding guys accountable and and those type of things. And I said there, there's numbers are right around 90 student athletes. We'd like to have another 10 or 15, and and they'll get that once they get a full season of recruiting. Um, you know, when you start mid January and, and signing day is three weeks later, it's not easy to to bring in a lot of numbers. So hopefully they'll be able to continue to do that. And starting this weekend, I'm sure they'll have student athletes on campus from the high school ranks, uh, visiting SMSU and, um, of course, signing day coming up in February of 23. Yeah, you bet. Uh, we'll talk maybe a little bit more about Ag Bowl down the yep. way here this morning, but that'll be the big event coming up this weekend. Uh, so football off to a good start, uh, despite a loss, uh, liking to see what we're seeing there. Uh, how about volleyball? Uh, Tyler Bonney and his crew off to a good start as well. Yeah. You know, they're, Probably could do better, but um, <laughs> no, uh, eight, no. How about that start uh, for Coach Body and his team? Uh, you know, obviously SMSU volleyball is always going to be very good, but uh, you just don't know what to expect the first uh, couple of weeks. Um, and a pretty good tournaments they played at, uh, you know, one on the road and one, uh, you know, two matches, uh, and then won six neutral sites in the two tournaments, but they go eight and oh, which is great to see. And, uh, you know, he's the Coach Body is the first 
Mustang coach in their first year to win their first uh, seven and now eight matches as a head coach. So, uh, you know, that's something Terry couldn't do. I mean, what is he going <laughs> to, what did Mr. Colhane bring to the table? But uh, Tyler goes eight no his first uh, two weekends. Yeah, not bad. Not a bad start there. NSIC play will start uh, later this week. Uh, yeah. Talk a little bit about uh, the makeup of the squad there because, of course, uh, you know, you just continue to. Turn kids over through the program, and uh, Tyler's got a good group of kids coming through. Yeah, I think last year the Mustangs, you know, relied heavily on Angela Young, who was uh, an All-American player, and also Meg Schmidt uh, got a lot of swings for the Mustangs. This year, a little bit more depth and uh, very a lot of underclassmen really uh, playing very well. Um, you just look at the offensive side of things, Sari Keel. Uh, with 102 kills, she leads the team. Uh, she's a sophomore. Emma Van Heel with 93 kills as a sophomore. Hallie Jansen, another young player with 84. And then you have Carly Arkell uh, from Red Rock Central. Has played extremely well in her first uh, couple of weeks. Uh, 61 kills for the Mustangs. And and then you know, back row players, uh, you've got uh, Natalie Robecki from Minneota and also... Um, Mackenzie Tolk, both, um, you know, played at a high level in high school and in J.O. And, and both from Minneota doing a very great job in their first couple of weekends playing college volleyball. So very happy with how things are going. Obviously, you go 8-0 and, and uh, had a couple of matches where, you know, they knew it would be tough going in. Rockhurst is 7-1 and out of Kansas City um, and, and Mustang swept them on Saturday. Um And uh, also had a tournament out in Colorado and beat Colorado School of Mines and Colorado Mesa. Uh, those schools uh, ranked in the top 25 as well. So a good couple of weeks for the Mustangs. And as you mentioned, uh, Heath, they will be at home this weekend, Friday night, 6 o'clock against Winona State, and then Saturday at 2 p.m. versus Upper Iowa. And the Mustangs ranked number nine nationally. And, of course, you know what? As Bill knows as well, that means absolutely nothing, <laughs> national rankings, because off the top of my head, I think number two is Washburn from the central region. And then you have Concordia St. Paul, who lost to Wayne in the premier tournament this last weekend. But Wayne is ranked behind them. But it's Concordia, Wayne, St. Cloud State, Nebraska, Kearney, Southwest um, in the top nine. That's six or seven of, from our region in the top nine in the nation. Always seems to be that way. Too, it doesn't seems it? to be that way. Uh, <laughs> Central Missouri, Minnesota Duluth. Right behind, uh, it's amazing to uh, you've got to be in the top three or four in the conference to to make the regional, and it's amazing how tough the conference is. And I don't think I think the best team is St. Cloud, but um, you know uh, they're undefeated as well. Um, but you know, right now Winona, right, Wayne State's played very well. Um, again, they won the premier tournament this last weekend in Colorado, beating Concordia St. Paul in the championship. So yeah. it's going to be an incredible conference season. And again, that starts Friday night when the Mustangs host Winona. It's uh, white out on Friday night. So uh, wear your favorite white shirt and uh, cheer on the Mustangs Friday night. Fun to see that a number of the kids, uh, you mentioned Minneota and uh, Red Rock. I see Murray County Central and Wyndham and a lot of local kids. I mean, that just shows us prowess of high school volleyball around here too, doesn't it? Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Caitlin Nichols from Wyndham, um, Sari Keel from Rhinebeck, Iowa, but um, Robecki Miniota, Van Heel uh, from St. Michael Elbertville High School, Meg Schmidt from Jordan, uh, Mackenzie Tolk, Miniota, um, Hallie Jansen from Eden Valley uh, Watkins High School, and yeah, just as you mentioned, Arkell from Lamberton. So pretty good volleyball in the state. That's what they tell me. And the numbers back that up once again uh, this year for teams all over the NSIC and uh, and beyond. Yeah, you met uh, the, the other team that has a new coach, uh, soccer. Tell us a little bit about 
on that program here early on? Well, it was funny last uh, Monday when Coach Glasgow got into the office. Um, Jen, our athletic director, had uh, two ties on his desk because he tied his first two matches. <laughs> so and he needed a couple of Mustang ties. So we gave him some ties. And then what do you know? He, this past Friday night against Missouri Western, they went uh, scoreless 0-0. So he's played three matches and he's had three ties. So okay. I said... Clay, you're going to be the only coach in Division II history to go 0-0 and 89 in his uh, <laughs> career. But, uh, um, yeah, they've had three matches, and uh, Coach uh, Glasgow brings a lot of energy. Uh, he was head coach at Dakota Wesleyan before that. Uh, he came to SMSU this past winter, and we're excited to have him. Again, he wasn't able to bring in a, a full recruiting class, but uh, he's brought in some players, some transfers, and uh, you know had a nice group back as well and um, scored two goals in the first three games, but a couple of uh, shutouts as well. Their defense is playing well, and as he mentioned on on Saturday morning Mustang, he just needs to, in the offense, once, once they get from more comfortable what they're trying to do, they'll be able to get some goals and hopefully get some wins and get off the, uh, he goes, yeah, we haven't won a game yet, but we haven't lost one either. So that's <laughs> uh, kind of the best of both worlds for the Mustangs. And uh, hopefully they'll be able to continue, uh, you know, to keep playing well and uh, play good defense and finally score some goals. And they'll play at home on Friday in their home opener, a three o'clock match against upper Iowa. That's uh Friday, 3 PM at the Schwann regional men's center. And then Sunday they'll play, against Winona State at 1 p.m. at the stadium. Okay, very good. Uh, any names that jump off the paper there as far as uh, the kids that are on this team? Well, Erin Wetterstrom uh, was an all-conference performer last year for the Mustangs. She's a sophomore from Olathe, Kansas. She's played very well. Also, Alex Locks is a uh, key returning player for the Mustangs. Uh, Alex, uh, junior from Champlin, uh, Minnesota, Champlin Park High School. And Abby Hoisington's been a um, veteran on the team. She's a senior uh, from Chantilly, Virginia. She does some work over here, too. She does, yeah. I can't uh, forget mentioning uh, Abby. Um, and uh, she's been around quite a while for the Mustang program. So, um, you know, she's dealing with some an injury. She suffered with a knee injury a few years ago and, and trying to get back to, to full strength. But she does very well for the Mustangs uh, as well. And uh, Selena Prolick also is a... One of the top players for the Mustangs, she's from uh, West Allis, Wisconsin, and uh, she is a sophomore. So pretty young squad and uh, excited to see what will transpire for them. Uh, Rachel Hicks has had a couple of shutouts. She's a junior, and she transferred from Western Wyoming Community College, and she's had a couple of shutouts in goal uh, for the Mustangs. Okay, very good. Well, good luck to them and uh, looking forward to their first home matches as well. Uh, cross country, how about their fall uh, so far? Well, the cross country team has a pretty light schedule the first few weeks. They did um, compete at the Augustana Twilight this past uh, Friday night down in uh, Sioux Falls. And uh, our coach uh, Kirk Nauman mentioned, he goes, I think for the women's side, this would probably be one of the better teams they've had. They've got some good numbers and the you know, they competed uh, very well against uh, some very good teams. There was a lot of Division One schools down in Sioux Falls on Friday night uh, at the Twilight. It's a, a meet. They start around 830, uh, run in the uh, dark. They throw glow sticks and some other lights around the, the course to kind of run. Um, very similar to what we do every morning at Six. Sure, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. You know, just trying to dodge potholes and those type of things <laughs> when you're running in the dark. But uh, the uh, Mustangs, uh, Caitlin Regan uh, led the team uh, for the Mustangs. Um, and uh, Natalie Jorsham is a transfer um, that came from the Virginia area. They were a top two runners for the Mustang women. On the men's side, Braden Toflin from Laverne led the team 
Um, he crossed the uh, four mile race in just under 22 minutes. So not a bad time. And uh, uh, they had runners. I think there's more than almost 400 that competed oh, wow. both the women's and men's. So a big race. So they'll uh, have a few weeks off and they will compete down in Wayne state um, invites uh, on September the 23rd, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. The 23rd of Friday have a, uh, Two more after that, and then had the conference meet November 5th in Wayne, Nebraska. So they kind of, you know, gradually get better, try to get their times up and be at peak performance come conference time. That's the the main thing you're trying to do come conference season. Get their times down, Kelly. What I say, up? Up. We want to get their times. Well, I meant times down, but they're, I meant to say uh, their uh, energy up, their <laughs> endurance up. That's what I was trying to say. Yes. There oh, you want to have a slower time. Yes, that's correct. Aha. Uh-huh. Yes. All right. There you go. Which is not easy to do, but they can. <laughs> uh, how about tennis? A short uh, fall schedule for those guys. Yeah, they uh, had a couple of, uh, what, three matches this past weekend. Uh, tennis is a sport that their main season is starting up in February, in March, and April. It's a spring sport, according to the NCAA, but you are allowed to play some matches in the fall. And the Mustangs hosted Moorhead, Mankato, and Nebraska Kearney at the high school this past Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. The Mustangs went one and two. They beat MSU Moorhead on Friday, lost to Nebraska Kearney on Saturday. A very good Kearney team. They are a regionally ranked team. And then uh, lost to MSU on Sunday. The Mavericks uh, came in here and beat us five to two. So, uh, Coach Parker, obviously the Mustangs finished fourth in the conference last year, made the conference tournament semifinals for the second straight year. Um, actually had the most wins in Division II history and a program history this past season as well with 17 dual wins. So um, they'll uh, now get back to practice outside here for a while and then do indoor workouts and then get ready for um, the spring season, which is pretty much all indoors um, around the upper Midwest at facilities that we play at. Um, with some non-conference play, then they'll go to a spring trip and, and then have conference play in there as well. So uh, good to see the this tennis program continuing to uh, you know play at a pretty high level, and uh, it's good to see them play at home. And got to watch that uh, Saturday. It was fun to see a nice crowd uh, for, for Mustang fans uh, support the Mustangs because uh, it's the only time they're at home all season long. Okay, very good. Uh, golf, too, uh, they kind of play both ends of the thing. Yep. Uh, they've got some matches under their belt already. Yep, they competed last Monday, Tuesday at the Maverick Invite in Faribault, Minnesota. And as we speak, they're in Blue Springs, Missouri at a big tournament down there in uh, Kansas City area. A 16-team, the fall region preview. And it's probably the best tournament all fall the Mustangs will play in as far as competition-wise against some very good teams, uh, some of the top teams in the region. And I can actually give you up to the minute because you want this. That's team. what this I was waiting what for. You're waiting for uh, the Mustangs right now. As I keep scrolling down, uh, they're through about just a couple of holes, four holes. And uh, Daniel Pottle is uh, even. Can you believe that? There you through go. Four holes. Huh? How about that? Pretty impressive. Can't get much better than that. No, not really. For an update. So <laughs> they got a lot of teams down the, down there competing um, here today. Sixteen teams around from. Northwest Oklahoma, Southwest Oklahoma, SMSU, Augustana, all the top teams in the MIAA, the GAC, and the NSIC competing today and tomorrow. 36 okay. holes, 18 each day. Very good. Well, we wish uh, the gals best of luck. Coach Wyskowski there as well. 
And uh, anything we miss there? How about uh, any swimming and diving going yet or not quite? Not yet, uh, okay. though. Of course, the uh, Don Palm Natatorium was uh, renovated this summer um, with a new deck and uh, other pretty much all redone. Um, that's pretty much finalized. We'll uh, be kind of kicking off that uh, facility here. I think the high school will be competing there soon, I'm sure, during their fall season. But the Mustangs will start up here in October uh, with some meets, uh, but uh, you know, swimming not far away as well. And of course, at the regional event center, uh, we've got new playing surface with uh, the turf that was put down this past uh, about month ago. I guess it was finalized, so looks great. High school team played uh, very well on it Friday, and uh, we're excited to uh, show that off Friday with soccer at three, and then the football game on uh, Sunday or Saturday at uh, five o'clock. So um, other information, just, uh, you know, there's season tickets available, single game tickets available, or join the Mustang Booster Club. Go to smsumustangs.com for all the information on that. And uh, obviously a big weekend coming up. Bill touched on that here shortly as well. But uh, with Egg Bowl, um, just a great weekend. Uh, it's been a tradition now getting up to 20 years close here, not too far away from uh, uh, this particular event as we celebrate agriculture not only in Southwest Minnesota, but uh, all over because, uh, you know, that's what keeps us going. Yeah. And uh, it's a great way to celebrate ag, and that's coming up this weekend. Yeah, maybe we should talk a little bit about it, Bill. And uh, as a whole, I know it's on your calendar, but uh, it is such a great event, uh, such a great collaboration with some organizations in town, and uh, really fun to bring people onto campus to enjoy the football game first, but, uh, you know, to learn more about agriculture, where that food comes from. It's a big weekend. Yeah, and we couldn't do uh, Ag Bowl without the support we received from RELCO. You know, that was a big vision that they have is to celebrate agriculture in southwest Minnesota. And, you know, we're in a job of feeding the world, uh, and we're right here in the breadbasket of America. And great opportunity to celebrate agriculture, to celebrate some of the opportunities that we have at southwest around agriculture, whether it be academic programs or some of the activities or, you know, training people to go into the workforce. Um, ag is a big part uh, of this area. And so that event uh, is a, a really fun time to draw in a lot of people and, and educate people. It, believe it or not, some people don't know where their food comes from. And this is a, a, a fun way to, to educate people and let them see, um, you know, what all goes into putting food on the table. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Well, let's kind of maybe look up and down the schedule of the events for Saturday because you've got a full day planned, haven't you? Yeah, it, first of all, it's a, it's a great weekend. Uh, not only is it Ag Bowl, but it's family weekend. And yeah. you know, our students have been here now for a couple of weeks. And so uh, we want to invite families back to come in and check in on their, uh, uh, on their uh, students and see how things have gone and uh, experience some of the things with them. So it's family weekend. It's Ag Bowl. Uh, we get started um, Thursday, it's a big night for our students. It's Mustang Success Night. And we talked about this the last couple of weeks about getting students involved and just learning about the different resources that are out there. So uh, Thursday night, we'll have a guest speaker, Melinda Cassandra Lopez. She's a, a 2020 alumna, and she is uh, in med school up at uh, University of Minnesota Duluth. And so okay. she'll be back to talk about her experiences at Southwest and then we'll have a student support fair, and so students will have the opportunity to wander around, do some fun things, and just learn about the different resources that they have uh, available to them at Southwest. And then, of course, a chance to win some great prizes, too. So we encourage our students all to come out and take part of that. Uh, Friday, we really get going with a lot of the activities that Kelly started talking about. Uh, soccer gets gets underway 
at home against Upper Iowa at 3 o'clock on Friday. Uh, then Friday night we've got volleyball at 6 o'clock when the Mustangs host Winona State. Saturday is a, an event-filled day. Um, we've got a planetarium show that will be going on uh, in the planetarium and history museum era, area. So a chance to see the planetarium. And then they also do kind of a cool thing with uh, liquid nitrogen ice cream. So oh, okay. that's at 7 o'clock for students and families in the planetarium area. Also got a uh, ventriloquist Saturday afternoon in the conference center, and that's at 1 o'clock. And then the activities that, that Kelly has talked about, we've got volleyball at Nurses Upper Iowa at 2 o'clock. Football is at 5. There's some other stuff going on with Ag Bowl. Kelly, I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about some of those activities. Yep, the activities start up at 2 o'clock in the RE, uh, RE facility parking lot. Um, they include the petting zoo, a tractor displays, hay rides, egg-related booths, mechanical bull riding, farm-themed inflatables. There's also a free football clinic hosted by the football coaches and staff from 2 to 3 o'clock. There's also the pedal pole which will take place with registration starting at three o'clock. And of course, during that time as well, the Ralco food zone is back and serving great food. Again, Chartwells, Hy-Vee and the SMSU colonology department uh, and Lingon Dairy, all part of that uh, during uh, the three hours. And they've got incredible meals, including pork chop on a stick, beef sliders, pulled pork sliders, roasted vegetables, Cajun potatoes, Greek pasta salad, and of course, shakes from Lingendary. Again, that's two to five, Ralco Food Zone. Um, so lots of things to do. Go to the activities prior to that, watch some volleyball, go out to the parking lot, go back and forth, whatever you want to do, tailgate. It's going to be a beautiful weekend, and football will close it off with the 5 o'clock kickoff um, against Concordia St. Paul. Yeah, it's going to be a nice day, 68 degrees and sunny, so uh, it's going to be perfect, perfect for uh, football, football weather. weather. You got it, you got it. Because that's what football weather is, right? That's right. You know it. I love football weather. Um, last time I checked again, uh, they play pretty good football in Fort Myers, Florida, and it's not rainy and 50 degrees. Well, you know. It's all about the fall. It's the ambiance I of the know. thing. If you want to get me fired up, just say that in kind of October. It's football weather. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Bill, you played. You like it when it's 70 and sunny. No, 70 is a little warm. That's still well, warm. That is. Yeah, cool well, is better. The rain, better. you know, it's kind of fun. But yeah. Yeah. Just for one, but that's one great, game a year. Great, great weather and uh, look forward to just a, a great weekend with family weekend and Egg Bowl and it, it's going to be fun. Yeah, and I look forward to I, it. I should add too that, you know, with all those activities going on, it's a great time to come and visit campus. Uh, we'll host yeah. our first uh, uh, Mustang visit day. So that'll be Saturday starting at noon. So okay. encourage prospective students to come on out, experience South Southwest and, and take in some of those egg bowl activities. Okay. Very good. Anything else on the calendar this week we should mention? I think we got most of it. Like okay. I said, lots of uh, activities uh, this weekend. So if you say there's nothing going on, I don't know where you're looking because <laughs> we've got a lot. That's for sure. So we look forward to seeing everybody on campus at Southwest in the uh, days and weeks ahead. Guys, we appreciate your time, and we'll look forward to talking to Bill next week. Sounds good. Thanks, Heath. Yeah, you bet. Kelly Loft with us, and Bill Molso, our campus update today from Southwest Minnesota State University here in Marshall, smsu.edu, and all about the Mustangs at smsumustangs.com.